Welcome to Tuesday and the August 18th, 2020 edition of the Charlottesville Community Engagement Newscast. I'm your host, Sean Tubbs. Today's Patreon-supported shout-out comes from an anonymous supporter who wants to say, We keep each other safe. Wear a mask, wash your hands, and keep your distance. There are another 861 cases of COVID-19 in Virginia reported today by the Department of Health, and another 11 deaths for a total of 2,396 people dead since the pandemic began. The seven-day average for positive tests dropped to 6.8% statewide. There are another 19 cases in the Thomas Jefferson Health District. The test rate here is at 6.4% today, up from 6.1% on Monday. The Virginia General Assembly convenes today for a special session expected to cover the impacts of COVID-19, criminal justice and police reform, and the impact on the budget. A joint meeting of the House Appropriations, House Finance, and Senate Finance Committees kicked off the decision at 9.30 this morning, beginning with remarks and budget amendments from Governor Ralph Northam. Virginia ended the 2020 fiscal year on June the 30th with a $234 million shortfall in general fund revenue collections. We now project that we'll have $2.7 billion less than we expected in general fund revenue for the coming biennium. We feared worse, but this still requires serious and thoughtful budgeting and planning. The full House of Delegates convenes at 1 p.m. at the Siegel Center in Richmond, and the full Senate will also convene at 1 p.m. Charlottesville City Council held a public hearing last night on giving permission to the Regional Water Authority for a pipeline to connect the South Fork Ribana Reservoir with the Ragged Mountain Reservoir. The project has an $80 million cost estimate and is the second phase of the community's long-term water supply plan. Here's Lauren Hildebrand, the city's utilities director. This water line will replace the existing Upper Sugar Hollow pipeline, which is very old, and increase raw water transfer to the urban water system. The water line is anticipated to be constructed between 2027 and 2040. At the public hearing, former city councilor Dee Dee Smith continued her opposition to the plan, which she voted against in January 2012. She claimed there were cheaper alternatives. This $80 million pipeline that, may I add, was not in the original plan and was added very late in the game, doubles the cost of the community water plan. And that debt is going straight into our water bills. The Rivanna Water and Sewer Authority submitted the application for the water supply plan in June of 2006. The application clearly states that construction of a pipeline was included as part of the plan. The application goes on to say that timing of construction would be dependent on funding. The first phase of the plan was completed in 2014, when a new earthen dam was built at the Ragged Mountain Reservoir, expanding capacity and replacing older dams. The second phase is not yet programmed in the RWSA's Capital Improvement Program, which lays out how ratepayer money is reinvested back into the water and wastewater system. One of the next steps called for has been an analysis of current water usage rates, and that information was presented to the RWSA's board of directors in June. Capital projects, such as the water line, are paid for through bonds floated by the RWSA and paid by ratepayers in the form of debt service. Hildebrand said a cost-share agreement requires the Albemarle County Service Authority to pay 85% of the bill. Council asked for a full briefing on what the impacts that other 15% might have on Charlottesville ratepayers in the future. 
The request for the easement will return to council at their meeting on September 8th. Council also passed a resolution in support of three smart-scale applications, one of which would include a pedestrian bridge to connect the city's side of US-29 with Stonefield. Here is City Councilor Heather Hill. We definitely need some way for people that aren't in vehicles to get across that road because it is not an option right now at all. New apartment units are coming to the Stonefield mixed-use development in Albemarle County, according to information told to the Places 29 Hydraulic Community Advisory Council Monday evening. Stonefield was originally rezoned by the Board of Supervisors in 2003, but the project did not break ground until the spring of 2011. Here's County Planner Michaela Accardi. The original vision was for a very vertically mixed-use development, um, and it remained unbuilt for a number of years. And what we've all seen built out has been more single-use and shorter buildings due to economic factors. For the past two years, we've seen developers come in submitting some plans that are more consistent with that vertical mixed-use development. Accardi said these include 220 apartments planned for a new building on an empty parking lot between Hydraulic Road and the Hyatt Hotel. That project will also include commercial space. Close by, there are 49 townhomes under construction, as well as another building with 160 apartment units. Albemarle Supervisor Diantha McKeel said these new projects will get the built environment closer to what had been planned. If you think about the main street where all those stores are, those stores were planned to have residential living above them. And when the economics and the recession hit, those residential units were taken away. Uh, it would have been more like a, like if you think about downtown Charlottesville, where you have stores on the mall and then residences above. That it was what Stonefield was originally planned to look like. We're making up for that and we're getting back to that vision now. Another common link between the downtown mall and Stonefield is the presence of a movie theater. And those were all closed at the beginning of the pandemic. Victoria Tremaglio is the general manager of the shops at Stonefield, which she said is holding its own despite the loss of a few tenants. She said the Regal Movie Theater will reopen this Friday for limited service. They're going to have 50 people per theater. Um, and, and to start, I think it's $5 movies at Regal, which should um, help with some foot traffic. As restaurants, cafes, and bars are getting back to normal, so are movie theaters. You're listening to a promotional video advertising the return of Regal nationwide. Masks must be worn by guests and employees. Guests can only remove their masks inside the auditorium while eating and drinking. As for Stonefield, Tremalio said more people are coming back. People have been super respectful, super safe, lots of outdoor dining. You've probably seen Champion Grill is on the green, and I think they're going to be adding a tent. Um, we've added other tables and chairs outside for people to sit. The Violet Crown on the downtown mall remains closed, according to its website. Coming up in government meetings today, the Albemarle County Economic Development Authority and the Albemarle Planning Commission meet, but not at the same time. The EDA meets at 4 p.m. for the first time since three members resigned last month in protest of new conflict of interest forms they had to sign. The Planning Commission has a public hearing at 6 p.m. on a rezoning for the proposed Albemarle Business Campus on Old Lynchburg Road across from the county's office building. The Charlottesville Board of Architectural Review will meet at 5.30 p.m. Items include lighting and interpretive signage of the historically protected coal tower on Water Street, 
an update on the Belmont Bridge project for new members, and a letter of support to apply for the Burley School on Rose Hill Drive to be on the National Register of Historic Places. And that's it for today's edition of the Charlottesville Community Engagement Newscast. If you have enjoyed listening to this, please consider supporting us through Patreon. But more importantly, please send it along to a friend or somebody you think might be interested in the news and information contained within. I'm Sean Tubbs, your host, and we'll be back tomorrow with another installment of Community Engagement. Stay safe out there, and thanks for listening.